0: Hello, everyone. My name is Antonio, also known in-game as Hispanic Link. Welcome to the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. Here we are looking to help new players grow their knowledge and continue improving in the game. We have a sponsor. Their name is Beardfish Gaming. They sell magic and Pokemon on TCGplayer.com. So if you want to support the podcast, feel free to buy cards from Beardfish Gaming or Beardfish Direct on TCGplayer.com. We also have some social medias you can follow. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, our handles are all LearnWildRift or at LearnWildRift, so feel free to look us up there. If you have any questions or things you'd like to let us know about our podcast and how we can improve it, you can email us at LearnWildRift at gmail.com. We also have a Reddit, that's r slash LearnWildRift, and we have a Discord and YouTube as well. So feel free to follow us on there. We're trying to grow all these communities so every person matters, and we are looking forward to meeting all of you. All right. I think with that, I'm going to just dive into a little bit about myself. Uh, The highest ranked I have ever been able to hit in Wild Rift is Diamond 4. Uh, That was in Season 4, and I've also hit it this season, Season 5, but I haven't been able to maintain. I am stuck in Emerald 1 currently for the last week, and God, does it hurt my soul. That being said, however, I started playing Wild Rift a little less than a year ago. We're coming up on a year very soon. If not, we just passed it. And I have about 1,600 games in in that time. And we're not going to talk about what that averages out to in daily games. We don't need to. That's okay. Solid amount of play time. Solid amount of playtime indeed. No, Ryan did the math once and it hurt my feelings. It was something like <laughs> five games a day or
1: whatever. It's only getting worse.
0: That being said, uh, I am, in my heart of heart, not a Nunu new new One Trick but in my stats, I may or may not be a Nunu new, new and Wollum one. Kind trick. of sounds like something a Nunu new, new one trick would say. Uh, you know, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I just I fell in love with fell in love with a boy and cute. his yeti, and <laughs> the catchphrases were cute. This is how Denier sounds,
1: In case anybody's curious, the,
0: the snowballs <laughs> are amazing. The giant snowball is one of the best animations in the game. So that's why I fell in love.
2: And you have a pretty cool skin for
0: it, which makes it very incredibly They're compelling to use as well. It was a gifted skin as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> so, wait, that's which fair. skin is it? A... It's, it's zombie the leader. zombie new one.
1: No, zombie. Good... Okay.
0: Which one do you like? Do you like grungy?
1: No, the uh, Nunu Bot is the best skin. I don't.
0: Think that doesn't in exist Rift. in Wild Rift.
1: Well, I guess you have a compelling reason to play Big, Lift, Big yeah.
2: League now. Oh, I, maybe. Th- we just saw what happened to his, his little toaster. I don't know if you want to, put a league. <laughs> you want to, to play a League on that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's gonna tried. get flamed anyway. So who cares? Anyway, we, we shouldn't recording. choose the rest of us, right?
0: True. True. How is that any different than the rest of us? We all get flamed no matter how we play, and we also, at times, all flame. Em- Emily is the only one that has not flamed anybody.
2: Oh, that's not true. I've I've been in the same room as her when she's playing. <laughs>
0: She hasn't flamed anyone in chat. <laughs> what she <laughs> says out loud. That's true.
3: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to use a chat. I don't care about learning how to use a chat. No thanks.
2: Probably for the best. Probably for the best. All right. Well,
1: I'll have you know, if you ever want to take Nudibot for a spin, I didn't even know this, but I have it. Amazing. So, the op- the, this is amazing. the offers, I, I don't know what skins I have, dude. I have no idea. I have
0: 627. Alright, so Ryan, also known as Kanan in-game, tell us a little bit about yourself and, like, your experience with League.
2: So, I've been playing, sorry, I've been around League of Legends for a very long time, probably around 10 years. I started playing in Season 2 um, in in PC League, which is 2012. I uh, I hit level 30 just in time to hit uh, play one ranked game on the last day of Season 2. Uh, finishing with a 100% win rate, uh, undefeated in Season 2. <clears throat> and uh, so um, in in PC League, I think I've, my highest rank was uh, Gold 1 or something, and then uh, I haven't played PC League in a long time, but then Wild Rift came out and League of Legends came to the phone, and I like that. So I've been playing that, and I've, uh, my highest rank there is Emerald 2, I think. Um, I thought I hit Emerald 1 at some point um maybe not i gotta go do that um uh and my most played champion is Ezreal because i won a few
0: games on him in a row and i was like we'll keep this going and
2: then i lost a few games in a row and i haven't really touched him since uh, <laughs>
0: for what it's worth like good Ezreals are really hard to deal with he has such good escape and zoning and just can chase you down run away real fast and there's not a lot you can do about it
2: yeah the thing is i'm not a good ezreal so um <laughs> um not with that as far as far as roles, I like to play. Um, I just I like to play. Um, I I'll play I I'll play anything um, except for I love top. Except I always get I always get spanked on top. I don't know what it is. I like I'm a first blood king in, in top and not in the good way. Um.
0: Here's the thing, Ryan. <laughs> some people are meant to top, and some people are meant to bottom, and that's okay. Hey, that's hey, League of Legends. Anyway,
2: some some people are meant to get spanked on top, and that's
0: okay. Our next host is someone else. That's not me. Um... <laughs> Go ahead, d Talk a little bit about your League of Legends experience.
1: So yeah, I've also been around League for a long time, not as long as Ryan. I started playing around midway through Season 3. Um, I don't remember exactly what camp was super new back then, but I remember Zach being one of the first few that came out when I was still pretty new to the game. I started out uh, as a mid-main. I don't know why. I think I, I think Annie was like the first champion I ever really played. So I played a bunch of Annie, and then I I distinctly remember watching a game of Korean League of Legends where Faker was playing uh, LeBlanc and completely destroyed the enemy team playing LeBlanc. So I said, screw it. I'm going to learn LeBlanc. I'm going to play LeBlanc. I did that. I learned LeBlanc, and I played a whole bunch of LeBlanc for a very long time. Uh, Eventually, I got sick of mid. I started playing support, and then I was a Thresh one trick for like two and a half years. And Thresh is uh, by far my most played champion at this point. And now... I basically just play Aram. I don't really play ranked at all. I haven't played ranked in probably more than a year. The highest I ever got was probably like gold one platform or somewhere in there. I, I think I the most I've played is like 50 games in a season. I don't really play Wild Rift. I think I'm like level five. I've played like, I think I'm still in the tutorial technically. I don't really know. Phone doesn't work too well for my for my hands, I guess. My hands are too dumb. They work pretty well on keyboard, but not so much on the phone. But yeah, that's that's me.
0: That's fair. Some people think that on keyboard you can do more precise stuff. They're wrong, but that's okay.
1: Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bruh. All
0: right. And last but not least, Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience on Wild Rift.
3: I think I've done Wild Rift a little less than you, Antonio. But probably, probably about a, a year. Less. Yeah, because I think you picked it up first, and then was like, "Let's play this game together." And I was like, "Okay."
0: Wait, do I know you? Yeah. Are we like engaged or something? Yeah. Oh, congratulations on your engagement! Oh, you too. oh thanks. We're gonna cut
2: that out. For yeah, for anyone who can't <laughs> tell, I'm rolling my eyes super freaking
0: hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Real quick, before you continue, Evelyn, I'm so sorry. Uh, just want to. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> You can't swear on the podcast. I even made that to say freaking. Yeah, come on, Emily. Anyways. We can
3: put an E next to it. It's explicit.
0: Oh, my goodness. She's not wrong. Regardless, there's a good chance my video is not going to work. So if we end up posting this podcast without your video for Antonio slash Hispanic Link, please forgive us. We will try to get video for everybody for the next one, if not this one. Uh, Unfortunately, my computer has decided to have several internal combustion parts tonight. (laughs) So, which, if you're not uh, familiar with computers, they're not supposed to internally combust at all. They're not engines. And yet mine has decided that is what it would like to do tonight.
1: So So. if you want to make some purchases from Beardfish Gaming, we can uh, create that (laughs) little computer there. Help fund
0: the podcast. We could
2: replace that toaster (laughs) with a toaster oven.
1: We can get get Antonio into Big League. (laughs)
0: But yeah, you were saying okay. so you've been playing a little less longer than me, so probably a little under yeah. a year at this point.
3: Yeah, probably. Um, I'm unranked because I don't like playing PvP or ranked. I don't. I don't play as much. I don't play an average of five games a day.
0: <laughs> what kind of theme? I would? think. <laughs> Are you guys really <laughs> adding me right now? This is ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I think I've played. I think it was a little over 400 games, so. Yeah,
2: hey, that's a fair amount of games.
3: Yeah, my most played champion is Ash. I like playing duo or support. I like playing the lane in the lanes. I don't like jungle at all. So yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah, we probably should talk about what positions we play. So as a Nunu and wallump one trick, I play jungle almost exclusively, but what? I do like playing basically every position in this game.
2: Cool. I, My friends like when I play bottom, AD carry, but I like playing mid.
0: <laughs> Mid's a good position. Mid. I like it when you play Airy, but I like it when anybody plays Aerie. Airy's pretty good. She's awesome. I can't play her for anything, but she's really good. Dave, tell us about you. What do you like to do?
1: I can play Ari.
0: Well, no, I mean, okay. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> care that you play Ari, but that's not <gasps> that you play Ari. Yeah, I literally just said I love it when everybody plays Ari, so that includes you, number one. So you number can't two. go back on it. What positions do you like to play?
1: I think I said earlier I, I started out as a mid main, then I became a mid, uh, support main. I still I still play basically everything. I, I, I've gone through stints of uh, liking one thing or another. I learned, or at least I heard really early on in my, like, ranked playing career, that you should basically learn three champs for every, every position. Because one thing with older league is that you couldn't choose what position you wanted to play in every game. So you would get into a lobby and you would pick what position you were going to play based on what order you were in the picking.
0: Interesting.
1: So, you just, so you just had to be prepared to play whatever. So you could main something but you had to have backups. So I was a mid main but I knew how to play other characters for other things.
0: That's fair. I mean having a good rotation of characters that A you practice on and B can pull out if you need to. Like even if yeah. you draft your position, let's say me as a jungle main, like I've gotten into lobbies where people are like, "Hey, can I switch with anybody to play anything else?" And I'm like, "Do you want to take jungle?" uh I've had a fair (laughs) amount of them say yes, and I'll have to, you know, take support or solo or duo. I don't think I've ever had to switch with the mid ever. People really like mid. But, like, I've had to switch with other people's positions before and also have champions at the ready to be able to just, like, okay, at least I can do something basic. I don't need to be God's gift to, you know, top lane, but I got to make sure that I don't go 0-6 in the first three minutes either.
1: Yeah. It, it helps to be able to like kind of tailor what what you're doing to what your team is trying to do too. So having a little bit of variety is good.
0: Yeah, oh but, for sure.
1: But yeah, I uh, most recently I I think I've been playing mostly mid and eighty carry. Yeah, uh, Ari got good again, so I started playing Ari. So I used to play Ari back when she was super broken. I think it was
0: before like season, the rework. I believe there was an Ari rework, right?
1: Yeah, there was. It, this was like season five or six. She was Omega broken. But yeah, that, that was a while ago. By a grass. Yeah, that, that item was not okay.
2: Imagine if every champion had a big
0: ultimate. Emily, did we talk about what positions you like to play?
3: Yeah, pretty much I like lanes and not And not jungle, just anything
0: but jungle. But
3: pretty much. Um, I'd rather do solo or uh, duo slash support, but... And then like mid-fourth, but lanes, any lane is better than jungle for me.
1: The exact opposite of Antonio. You compliment each other well, so well. Well, here's the
0: thing, Dave. So, like, when I first got into this game, I'm, I'm, like, learning about all the different positions and, like, what people like to play, what they don't like to play. And, of course, nobody likes the jungle. There is so few people that like to jungle based on every content that I've, like, consumed around this game. Junglers are really hard to find. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just learn the hardest thing first. Probably one of the mm. easiest ways I know that sounds really bad, but it's probably one of the easiest ways to learn the game, quote-unquote.
1: Well, <laughs> yes and yes no. I mean, I think that's part of what makes it difficult, right? Because, like, jungle doesn't play, like, any other position at all. No, nope. Like, none of the skills that you're going to learn while playing jungle are really going to carry over into, like, playing AD Carry or playing mid.
0: I mean, some amount of them, but, like, obviously, n- n- like, a lot of the skills compared to lane's... Comparing to jungle, yeah, like it's a very different animal, yeah, exactly. I think the closest is uh support, and that's only probably at the very highest level, yeah, I think. Uh, Alrighty, so let's just talk a little bit about like why we wanted to make this podcast, first of all, because I wanted to make this podcast. (laughs) And secondly, because when I first started, there wasn't as much content or clarity around like all the different intricacies of this game, like League of Legends as a whole, has a lot of different levels to it. And there's a lot of ways that you can get advantages over your opponents by just doing little things here and there to increase those advantages. And so I wanted to put all that information in one place that people can refer to over and over again, if they're trying to pick up tips and tricks on how to climb ranks, just get better in their bots games, however you enjoy this game. Like, let's see if we can get you some more skills. That being said, um, I think we're ready to move on to our topics. So,
3: Well, first I want to cut in and just say that I'm here because I'm still learning about the game. So I can ask a bun- bunch of questions that maybe listeners are also thinking to help communicate those things, I guess.
2: Family. Yeah. yeah. Family. Yeah. The one thing is, we're all still learning about the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've been playing for years and years and years, and they don't know anything. I, <laughs> I still actively saw oh. <coughs> We all But,
3: do. like, you guys know... Way more than I do. so.
0: True. I, all I'm yeah. going to say is, when that, we talked about our ranks, I had the highest one.
3: <laughs> that's not all that matters.
1: It's amazing how often the person that knows the least is the highest rank. Isn't anyway. it
0: kind of crazy? <laughs>
1: it is really strange.
0: So, I think just by playing other games, I have a good idea about like things like spacing, etc., etc., and a will to not die like i play a lot of RPGs That's crazy stuff where not crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. a will <laughs> to not die <laughs> i know it's hilarious i say that after i go 0 and 12 in so many games but <laughs> that being said well, i do try my best it's, it's hard
1: to space when you're playing a melee character Shh, don't
0: tell anybody melee characters have the same spacing rules as any other character you, and i will have hear you your... tried playing any carry i'm
2: just curious yeah
0: a little bit here and there i'm actually a varus main even though i'm in denial it's like ryan with ezreal all right. Should try playing Jinx. But, okay, so let's get into this a little bit. Just some basic overviews. What's a MOBA? A MOBA is a multiplayer online battle arena. That's where two teams compete against each other on a predefined battlefield. In this case, it's either going to be the Howling Abyss for ARAM, which is all random, all mid. Or it's going to be the Summoner's Rift for your bots games, your PvP games, your Elemental Rift games, and your ranked games. And Elemental Rift, uh, some after you kill the first dragon in the current iteration... The Summoner's Rift will actually change skins, almost like, you know, a champion can have different skins. Depending on which dragon you kill, you will actually get a slightly different terrain layout. So, like, Ocean Dragon gives you quote-unquote life, and it actually puts a bunch of bushes and berries all around the map. The Mountain Dragon gives you kind of some more rocky terrain all around, and it actually, I think, takes away a couple bushes and opens the map up a little more. And then I'm actually not quite sure what the infernal dragon. Does. So
2: <clears throat> it, it destroys a bunch of walls around the rift and then the jungle, making it easier to access so like for example the buff camps, um
0: below the oh, walls... yeah, they're like open from a bunch of directions, yeah. right? Yep, yeah. Like completely mm-hmm. open. That's crazy. <laughs> and then as far as uh a little bit more about a moba uh teams can be ai other players or a mix and some examples of this are league of legends smite defense of the ancients or dota 2 as well and which is also just defense of the ancients just the second game and then heroes of the storm and then i was gonna go over a little bit about the history of league of legends here as well cool it was released by a small indie company by the name of riot in 2009 it began with 40 champions and now has 159 and counting because they release more every year. Lore was started in 2014, the current lore at least, which the Planet Runeterra. Before that, uh, it was kind of you were champions and you had justice disputes and you were meeting on the fields of justice to find justice. It was very basic. Uh, I would say the Planet Runeterra is quite an upgrade from the original lore. You calling
1: Garen basic?
0: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit.
1: sounds like you're calling Garen basic. I I
0: am. (laughs) Garen's basic. But you know what? He's really good at Wild Drift. He beats the crap out of other people. And then he runs away, and he heals for a little while. And then suddenly he comes back, and he's three-quarters health, and you're still dead.
2: And you're like, why am I...
1: He's going to dole out some justice, I think.
0: Possibly. All right, Emily, do you want to tell us a little bit about the different related medias that have come out for League of Legends?
3: Yeah, there's Arcane, which was released in 2021, and Antonio has watched that, like, 8 million times.
0: Less than Star Wars, but it's probably the second most thing I've
3: watched. It's a lot. (laughs) Um, There's Legends of Runeterra, a digital CCG, um, and Teamfight Tactics auto Chess.
0: So those are just different mobile apps Uh, In auto chess. You kind of buy champions and you put them on basically a chessboard, and then they kind of automatically fight. You don't have to press any buttons. They do all the battling for you. And then a CCG is just a collectible card game. So it's going to be like your Hearthstone, your Magic Arena, your Yu-Gi-Oh! What is it? Duel Masters or whatever it is. Master Duel. It's a very good app. People very much so like that. Maybe not as good as Wild Rift, but that's okay. We don't got to go there. And then um, Wild Rift. What about Valorant? Valorant? You know, Valorant's a good game. Isn't that another Riot game? Yeah. yeah legend it's, it's their FPS game. We we support small indie companies like Riot. That have five games. A F- oh, whole five. They have a bunch of
2: smaller games, too. Like yeah. the Ruin King game.
0: Yeah, I've heard that game's actually really good. Uh, Speaking specifically of Wild Rift in regards to League of Legends, though, that was released in September of 2020 as a beta test in Southeast Asia. It also launched with 40 champions, but it now has 80, I think, 82 and counting. Or did we get up to 83? I think it might be 83 now. Well, with three more on the way, but we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast if we have some time. And so, okay, now that we have some basis for the history, let's talk about Summoner's Rift And Howling Abyss. So we'll start with Howling Abyss because that's pretty easy. That map is a bridge. And it has two turrets on it. And a nexus. And your goal is to destroy the enemy nexus. You can't just run there because the towers can attack you. And they will hurt you and they deal a lot of damage. And there's no mirrored side on Howling Abyss either. Thankfully. It's a perfect... Uh... I can't think of the word. It's a perfect symmetrical. Mirror of each other. Yeah, it's symmetrical. The map is even on both sides, and each side has access to the same resources.
1: There's only and one tower
0: on each side? Two towers. Longer. Two towers.
1: Oh, two towers.
0: have okay. yep, two towers per side. A tower, there's... an inhibitor tower, and a nexus.
1: Okay, because there's there's four in, in Big League on each side. That's such a long bridge. There's Yeah, there's tower, tower, inhibitor tower, then two nexus towers. So that's five nexus. towers, then. No, no it's, a, it's tower, inhibitor, tower, oh, inhibitor. Actually. Two nexus towers, nexus.
0: Oh, that's and right. And the same on the other side. are separate on uh, PC League. Yeah. I have a question. Yes.
3: Yes, ma'am. What's an inhibitor tower?
0: Oh, that's what, a good question. What is and the so difference? And in, so in ARAM, in bots games, and ranked in every form of league? so far that we have available there are things called minions or creeps creeps is originally a dota term but it transferred its way to league in some ways but a lot of people call them minions and so there are what is it melee minions there's mage minions and then there's cannon minions which are the three basic types sometimes they're called
1: caster minions
0: uh and they are the beefiest so caster wait caster is the mage
1: Yeah, sometimes sometimes mages are called
0: caster minions. Gotcha. Okay. So the canyon minions are the beefiest. They spawn the least and they deal the most damage as well. The mage or caster minions, they are ranged, but they also are the squishiest. And then the melee minions are slightly more healthy and beefy than your caster minions, but they attack at melee range. And so you can farm these creeps or these minions for XP and gold and if you last hit a minion you actually get bonus gold for doing so and so your goal anytime you're playing ARAM or anytime you're playing on the summoner's rift for intro bots or intermediate bots should be to try and last hit minions as often as possible unless you're the jungler then it gets a little weird because you're just you should be clearing all your camps anyways that's gonna stop you yeah in a big league, uh, you need to last up them to get the gold. And so to answer the question of what's an inhibitor turret, there are, uh, what are they, buffed minions, super minions, super creeps. And so when you destroy an inhibitor turret, you get access to a fourth type of creep or minion in your lane that are much stronger. They're a melee minion, but they're, like, super strong. They're, like, halfway between a creep and a creeper, a minion and a champ. They're, like, beefy.
3: Gotcha. And so, yeah,
0: that's what inhibitor turrets do. Okay. And so you have to destroy your opponent's inhibitor turret in order to access this. Or in uh, PC League, you actually have to go ahead and destroy the inhibitor, which is separate from all forms of turrets. Turrets are their own thing in PC League.
1: Yeah. And the inhibitor doesn't, like, shoot anything. It just sits there and you have to attack it.
0: And so that
2: it looks like a it looks like a big cinnamon roll It just sits
0: there. <laughs> and so the main thing with uh, ARAM as well, while it is a pretty basic map of turret turret nexus, you don't get to just choose whatever champion you want to play. That's why it's called ARAM. It stands for all random, all random champions, all mid because there's only one lane and that is the mid lane, quote unquote. And so ARAM is really fun, but keep in mind you're going to have to play a variety of champions and you only get up to two rerolls. And if you use your rerolls often, you eventually don't refresh both of them and you only refresh one after a while. Eventually, if you keep using them, you'll even get stuck some games not having any. And so that's Yeah, around.
3: it's happened to me a couple times.
0: Yeah, because sometimes
3: play.
1: you
0: just gotta. Yeah. You can't always play Ash. <laughs> I
3: haven't that's played true. Ash in a while, actually. I don't remember what? the last time I played her.
0: But you just played her so much in the beginning that she's still your most played champ. It's kind of crazy.
3: I think I played more, like, actual games with her than, like, bot games.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I do think when we looked up our stats that it wasn't counting bots games. But I think even with that, I'm still sadly a new new one trick. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you include all the bots games. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get on to the main map, though. The bots games, the ranked games, the elemental rift games. The Earth games are ultra-rapid fire cannon, which is a limited-time mode that is not currently being offered on the app, so we won't cover that today. Uh, But there is a map called Summoner's Rift, and it is consistent of three lanes, top, mid, and bottom, are also known in Wild Rift as solo lane, mid lane, and duo lane, because in the Wild Rift app, unlike PC League, We actually have something called the mirrored side, where if you are on what would be known as the top side of the map or the like weird reversed side, it actually just mirrors it and it turns the map 180 degrees. So that way you can approach the game as if you're approaching from bottom. And Ryan can talk a little bit about this, but I believe statistically there was a slight advantage at coming from the perspective of coming at the game from a top down position versus a bottom up position. (laughs)
2: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> so I remember you telling me a little bit about like how coming down from top lane is at a slight disadvantage as compared to approaching the game from coming up from bottom lane.
2: Oh, well, yeah. So for a long time, uh, there wasn't, there were only, there's only one objective. <laughs>
0: um, Oh, it was and, just dragons, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: it, Made more sense to have more champions on the side with the objective, um, and then uh, <clears throat> uh, teams actually for a, for a while in pro play they um, they decided hey dragon doesn't even matter that much we'll we'll still uh, it's more important to get a favorable uh, favorable matchup for our our bot lane so we'll put them in top lane and we'll lane swap and then Riot made a bunch of changes to how the turrets work so it's less effective to do that so. Uh, Back in the bot lane, those champions right. go. But yeah, that's why you know
1: you can't do anything cool. You have to play the game way.
0: Yes. and now <laughs> not only do we have dragons, but we also have Rift Herald's, which are another early objective, and we have Baron, which is a late objective. We also have Elder Dragon. Baron's always been. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's just that uh, Baron didn't spawn until twenty minutes.
0: That's yeah, so, so long. So
1: there
2: was only a there was only one objective for the first half of the that game. That's
0: Crazy to think about. And so there's two sides you can approach the map from. There's the normal side, which it won't tell you if you're on, and the mirrored side, which it will tell you if you're on (laughs) in the app. And the main difference is, if you're on the mirrored side, your duo lane is going to be on the left side of the screen, or the top lane, instead of the bottom lane. That's so weird. Yeah, it is a little strange. On blue Your side. dragon. everyone's so Your dragon will be good. on the left side as well, and Baron will be in the bottom instead of the quote unquote normal way, which has Baron and top and dragon and bottom.
1: To me that would be so much more disorienting than just doing it the other way.
0: Yeah, no, I bet it would, especially yeah. as a PC League player.
2: Yeah. Like I, I But uh, yeah, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. No, okay, so I,
1: I remember When I was first learning the game, the first, like, bunch of games that I played were all bot games. And when you play bot games, you're always on blue side. So then I remember the first game that I, like, played a normal game with some friends were on red side. I'm like, what the hell is this? I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't see anything. Where am I? What am I doing? And I'm, like, trying to figure out what's going on. Everything's upside down. And
2: I I couldn't play the game at all.
1: Imagine something similar
2: would happen. Over several several years, right has said that um, there, you know, there's a quantifiable advantage to playing on blue side that went slightly more often. It's like um, half a percent or something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but he, the cool thing about the sides is it actually has uh, pretty big ramifications and implications in pro
0: play because it
2: impacts the order in which they draft champions. Right,
0: like if you have to start from one side where uh, an advantage of a champion is easier to go to red, for example, from the beginning of the game, you might change like who you're going to jungle with or whatever. So that totally makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Depending on how many like power picks there are in the... In the... Unlike the current patch, like if there's only one like really strong pick, um, and it somehow gets through the picks and bans, and like you want to be on blue side so you can pick that first. If there's multiple, then you usually want to be on red side, so you can like ban out uh, comfort picks for the other team and then take multiple strong picks. So there's there's a lot of strategy.
0: Generally for that kind speaking, and the pro games that I've been watching for Wild Griff, there's. Usually around three to five busted champions that like our quote unquote need to ban or need to avoid because somebody on the other team's like super good or whatever. Sure.
1: I think in big league there there tends to be like one to two champions that are just you have to ban them every game because they're just turbo broken and you can't let them through. Yeah. And then and- there's the rest of them are just like comfort picks for Uh, the other team, or just something that they're known for, or something that you want to ban away for, for like, comp reasons.
0: Yep, and comp just means team composition, so when you build a team, especially at higher ELOs, you're building towards a certain like strength. So, for example, uh, Nami as a support and Nunu as a jungler would be really good with a Yasuo mid, because both uh, Nami's Q and Nunu's w or their first ability for nami and second ability for nunu are knockups and that combos really well with yasuo's ultimate who when a champion is knocked up he can alt them and he can hit them three times with the sword and on the last hit he deals a bunch of damage but he also cc's them with his ultimate he keeps them in the air in place unable to do anything for the whole duration of his ult And so when you're building team compositions, you can keep strengths like that in mind and obviously take it to much further levels than that. But as a basic concept, it's creating synergies that can be really good for team fights or uh, taking objectives or any reason. Uh, That's what team composition is really what the goal of trying to build a good or bad team comp is, quote unquote.
3: What is, did you say E-L-O-S? What is that?
0: Oh, I, I actually, so I know what it means, but I don't know what the acronym stands for. So I don't know if D-Cleave <laughs> or Ryan can step in here.
2: What acronym? ELO. ELO. It's not an acronym; it's just a word.
0: So, what's it mean? It's, a, it's basically a, a ranking.
2: I think it's named after the guy who made it, an right?
0: Estimated level of operation.
2: <laughs> no. no it, it's basically it's basically your rate. It's like a chess rating. mm
3: Hmm.
2: It's named after the guy who named who made, his name. The guy is named ELO. Oh, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So anybody who spells it out is
2: wrong.
0: Oh yeah, it's just literally called. The- There's nothing to spell out. It's three letters. Yeah,
1: but some people say ELO instead
2: of ELO. Yeah, oh, that's true. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's just ELO. Like yeah. Antonio. Hey, listen. <laughs> Don't start with me, okay? <laughs>
0: There was something else that I wanted to cover there. Uh, I forget what it was. Maybe it was CC. Uh, that stands for crowd control, which just means ways to interact with your opponents in such ways that they either can't interact back or you stop their movement or you impede their ability to favorably interact with you and your team. Or maybe even jungle camps. It could be with like Blitzcrank using his stupid Q to take away your jungle buff right before you're about to smite it. Oh, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. It <laughs> happened to me recently. That's why I'm talking this way and why it you got sounds got. like the pain is fresh. Because it is. The pain is fresh. You got
1: got? Yeah, I would. So some some examples of crowd control
0: might be pressing here.
1: So things like stuns or roots or knockups are CC.
0: Yep. Uh, there's a couple other ones as well. There's like...
2: Anything that impairs any ability to control champion.
0: Yep, there's Exhaust, there's all sorts of things. And as we add more champions to the Wild Rift app, and obviously also as we add more champs to PC League, there's going to be more forms of rooting and more forms of CC that we haven't even seen before.
1: And there are champions that care specifically about CC and the type of CC. So um, things like stuns or roots are what's called hard CC. And uh, there are other things called soft CC that are like slows. Gotcha. So, um, like Nunu's ult slows you, that's a, that's a soft CC. Whereas
0: Lux's first ability or her Q would be Yeah, a Lux's hard Q CC. is a root, so that's a hard CC, yep. What were you going to say, Emily?
3: Didn't realize there was a difference. Like, there was a hard and a soft CC. Well, I mean, it
0: makes sense, but though, if you makes think sense. about it. Ryan, you yeah. be appropriate, good sir. <laughs> He's trying really
1: hard
2: too. He's just smiling. really hard too. No, I'm sorry. My wife, uh, my wife, um, had something to say to me. What? Sorry. What were oh, you that's funny. About? No. Oh, hard CC. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Excuse me
1: while I face palm everybody. Um. Do you get? Is there um? Is there the rift Scuttler in um? Uh, in Wild Rift. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth a hundred gold. Does it have a shield on it? No no okay so in big league it walks around with a shield on it and then if you cc it it breaks the shield immediately that's interesting
0: does the shield just give it so extra you play health? A jungler has CC?
1: yeah it just gives it extra health but if you smite it it also uh, smite takes the whole shield
0: but uh but you should i maybe i'm wrong on this should you does it matter when you smite a thing like should you smite it as the last thing should you yes wait? that's what i thought you always should wait till smite is no. like at it depends level. on it, no. it depends on the situation okay
2: Sometimes, sometimes, if there's no chance it's going to be contested, you just might early to get enough cooldown. Uh,
1: Interesting. Yes, no. I mean, it really depends. So, th- this actually came up in. Uh, Ryan's going to be sad that I bring this up in, in the in the TL in the game one of the the Team Liquid game.
0: Baron leveled up. It's, it's it at the right time. It's I, I I know, man. I know. I know. I know. Emily and I were watching that game, and just the pen. Do you understand what happened that in that chance. game? Yeah, I do. I because I've watched enough coverage and replays of it that I have a full understanding of that situation. Give a breakdown, though, Dave. Quickly talk about so. The so, ba- so
1: basically, what happened was uh, there was a team that was doing Baron, and they got they got the Baron to something like 899 health when Smite was doing 900. So their jungler smites the Baron at 899 health. In the frame that it takes the smite to come down and do the damage, Baron levels, gains health to put it above 900. The smite comes down, doesn't kill the Baron, and an auto from the enemy Jinx comes in and steals the Baron.
0: Not even yeah, it was the ultimate
2: splash from the rocket.
1: Oh, sorry, it wasn't even an, an uh, Sorry, it was the splash so, from the uh, rocket. Uh, my bad. It was
2: splash from it was splash from a Jinx auto rocket, not the ult rocket. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I knew it was
1: an auto. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know right. what, I didn't know it wasn't an auto hitting. Baron. It was the the, the most. Yeah. <laughs> that's almost that's almost as bad as me stealing Baron with an Ashalt. Oh my god, Ashalt doesn't hit Baron. It was the splash damage from the ult. Oh. It does like thirty damage. <laughs> that's crazy. But anyway, so yeah, uh, so there's situations like that where like. You could perfect smite it to where, like, it's exactly on the line, but there's no reason to. Like, there's nobody contesting, so the only thing that could go wrong in that scenario is exactly what happened. So, but if you wait an extra 100 health and then smite, then they get the Baron without, well, without contest. There's no chance.
0: Also, for what it's worth, they took that out of Wild Rift. If you are fighting an objective, it cannot level up in the middle of the fight anymore.
1: Yeah, the, there was a lot of arguing about that, too. But so so that's one scenario. Um, another scenario is something that comes up with nunu a lot because your your Q does extra damage to monsters. Right,
0: exactly, yes.
1: And is that you can Q and smite at the same time and burst an objective down. So you can do <laughs> it. So good. I just so you can um like you want to time it. Uh there's other scenarios where if the enemy team is contesting and your team has a lot of burst damage. You can time it so that you all burst the Baron at the same time, with all of your abilities, and kill it all at the same time. So it's harder for
2: the the enemy team to steal it. So uh, they actually just nerfed Jin in this last patch in Wild Rift. Uh, they capped the damage his ultimate can do on the four shot, or I mean, I um, because it was doing more damage than Smite could do. It uh, so that's hilarious. It didn't matter if he had. Some, yeah, if you didn't, it doesn't matter if you had smite because Jin can kill it from like twelve hundred health. fun uh. I mean, he could still walk up and forth shot it, and it does like sixteen hundred.
0: All right, so yeah, no, like, yeah. Uh, well, I was actually going to say we've talked about smite a lot, but we haven't talked about what smite is. At least in Wild Rift, smite is what's called a summoner spell. Every champion gets access to two summoner spells and they come off cooldown at different interval rates depending on Wait, what... Did you say every champion? Every champion has access do... to two summoner spells. Every player. Every player, you're right, you're right, sorry. Every player, regardless of which champion you play, has access to two summoner spells. And so there's nine of them total, I think. Every... Basically everybody should be running Flash as one of their summoner spells. That's almost a given. You have to be really, really good to not be playing uh, Flash and generally most people, if they're not playing Flash, they're taking—is it called Ghost? Is that the other like quick runaway one? Yeah,
1: usually Ghost. It's uh in Big League, it ends up not being a matter of skill; it's a matter of uh, matchup and what champion yeah. you're
0: playing. And Wild Drift having Flash just gives you access to so many escapes and/or abilities to chase down/slash surprise opponents that it's just almost always worth it to have it on your champion. And then you have other summoner spells like Smite, which every jungler should have. Like, one person on your team, almost always, like 99% of the time, should be the jungler. And then there's Barrier, which gives you, like, a Shield, which can help you last longer in a fight. There's Heal, which lets you heal yourself and an ally for a certain amount of health. But you don't want to take two Heals if you're in duo lane, because the second Heal will deal significant significant. Deal. heal significantly less life you have ignite which can set opponent ablaze i think it applies grievous wounds so they can't heal as well and it deals damage over time i i don't know the rest of the summoner spells though those are just the i think four or five i'm familiar with i think clarity so the game exhaust. exhaust exhaust is in there. exhaust is another very good one especially if you're a support no uh, do you
1: not have you don't have tp do you have tp
2: Teleport is a is a boot enchantment. Okay. And,
1: um, and Bigley
2: gets a summoner spell. Yep. Um, and then there's other ones which are less good. There's
0: like it's like mark and dash, which I've seen people take every once in a while. So you can mark an enemy champion. Oh, that's A-Ram only. Aram only. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You get the a snowball at someone if you hit him. You get the. You get to, you get to zoom to him. It does snowball. damage too. It's yeah. pretty cool. A slight amount of damage. But you can kill champions, either. So you get access to and the sin at
0: first ability.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, uh cleanse is also pretty relevant. Oh yes, cleanse.
3: What's cleanse?
1: Uh cleanse removes all uh, all debuffs from your champion. It's like heal, but instead of healing you, you, you heal you heal your stun. Yeah, it, it removes all disables. And so, uh, redu- it reduces it yeah, CC and reduces the duration of uh, incoming CCs for the next some number of seconds. That's pretty cool. There's so, actually it might
0: not
2: actually do that on Wild Rift. One sec.
0: There's a boot enchant that does that though. So,
1: so like uh, it's not called Qu- Quicksilver Sash.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. It's just QSS. There's no cleanse.
1: There is no cleanse. Okay. So it's just QSS. Okay. So there's
2: eight summoner spells. Heal Ghost, Oh, barrier. Barriers like heal, except it doesn't. Except it does more for you and doesn't heal your allied champion. And it gives you a little shield. Yep.
1: Does it It actually heals,
2: though? It's not just a shield? No, it is a no, shield. No, it's, it's just a shield. But I'm okay. saying effectively. Like, gotcha, gotcha. It, yeah. Effective health-wise. Um, so, did we also talk about smite being able to upgrade, upgrade? No, we didn't talk yeah. about how smite grows with you. Cool. So, after you smite four times in Drift, uh you get to upgrade your smite to one of two variants. Red smite and blue smite. Um, red smite... Deals extra uh, see, damage to is...
0: champions, and then blue smite slows and burns
2: down. them.
1: Does it? Does it make them do less damage to you? Also, red I, smite, okay, so. Yeah.
0: So
2: it it reduces it to, uh, the target's damage dealt to you by twenty percent, empowering your basic attacks and ability damage against them to apply a burn that deals damage over time, true damage over time. Um, and then chilling smite it uh, slows champions and deals a little okay. bit of damage. So, oh, and also speeds you up. Yeah. So that's um, the one you take on Nunu
0: yeah it sure yeah. is it sure is mm-hmm. i've gotten in the habit of taking it on a lot of junglers though because like being able to catch up to people that you're trying to chase down is a very real thing um
2: also so technically everyone has a, a southern summoner spell recall um oh yeah <laughs> recall oh, okay <laughs> Recall allows you to teleport anywhere, from anywhere, to your base. In Big League, it takes 8 seconds to channel, and Wild Rift, it takes 6
0: seconds to channel. If you have a Wild Rift on your... A Wild Rift. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. If you have a Rift Herald that you have just slain, <laughs> and it is still not summoned to a lane yet, it actually makes your recalls faster. Baron does it as well, but Rift Herald is the first uh, objective that you can get that gives you that recall boost. And it cuts it in half. Exactly twice as fast. Yes. So it's three seconds in Wild Rift if you have a Rift Herald in your inventory and four in PC League.
1: Yeah. Does does Rift Herald work the same with in, in Wild Rift? You just pick it up and then you do whatever? Yeah. so uh, you, you don't even have to pick it up. The person who kills
0: the Herald just gets it. So yep. I know you aren't a huge All fan right. of PC League or uh, Wild Rift, Dave, but I'm it really is. I'm not a really big fan is, of PC League either. Let's be honest. It's so PC <laughs> League. It's so easy compared to PC League. They have uh, so streamlined so much there, of the process <laughs> of playing the game.
1: There, there are so many games that like actually sometimes hinge on Ripped herald fights, where a team will like smite the herald and then not be able to pick it up.
0: That's hilarious.
1: So like they'll they'll smite it they'll fight they'll all die and then they won't be able to pick it up.
0: Does the and enemy like, does the enemy team like have the ability to pick it up? No,
1: it, it's no. only who smites it. Oh, that's so nobody. Cool. Get, no, it's the only the team. that smites. Yeah, the team that smites it. So so you get like twenty five gold for it and that's it. Wow. Alrighty. So it's just the worst.
0: All right. So let's... the fact the fact that you just get it auto is. Yeah, it's pretty. It's <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Let's keep going on going with like different tips and tricks that new players might not know, though. So let's talk about the different position responsibilities. So let's start with the quote-unquote easiest, which I think jungle. also can be one of the most important. It's not jungle. It's not jungle at all. We're going to do jungle. <laughs> <What is> Ryan? <laughs> I was going to say solo lane. I think solo lane is the quote-unquote easiest to start with.
1: <laughs> You're on an island, Ryan. Just stay there.
0: <laughs> Go to your island and stay there. It's unfortunate that Ryan is not good enough to get such a simpleton role, such as solo lane. But someday, maybe. possibly
2: not the easiest lane. The easiest lane, the easiest role
0: by far, by far is mid. You think it's mid? Yeah, yeah. I think bad mids can lose games a lot easier than bad it's solo. It's pretty lanes.
2: quantifiably mid,
0: really. It really
1: is. <laughs> yeah. It, actually... If you if you know how to play it,
0: it's the easiest. Okay, that's
2: fair. It's the easiest lane to master by there's, far.
1: There's one unequivocal rule about mid that makes it the easiest lane. As soon as you start losing, leave. Just go, go somewhere else. You're losing, gone. Just,
2: just go bot, go top, win their lane. Um, the, the second easiest role in the game
0: is support. Are you going to go with your Tyler1 anecdote here? Tyler1 is a player. Who uh, plays? If you, the, if you go
2: by Tyler, the Tyler One method, supports by far the easiest cupcake roll. <laughs> I would
1: I would say it's the easiest for bad supports. It, to to play support at a really high level is
2: difficult. I will say it took him like a fifth of the games to reach in support uh, to reach uh, challenger in support.
0: Challenger being the highest level of rank that you can hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is true for both Wild Rift and PC League. So. All right, but going to the position responsibilities, solo, you're basically on an island. You really are. So it's funny that Dave used that, you know, quote, uh, you are pretty much 1v1 versus your opponent. And you can roam a little bit here and there, maybe help with a scuttler. You can definitely help with a baron or a rift herald if your jungler or a team is going after it, and you probably should. But generally speaking, your goal is to just not feed your your lane opponent. You are fighting 1v1 versus them. You should probably try to make sure that you're not in range of enemy jungler ganks because they, if as you get closer to your opponent's towers, your fir- the first tower and the secondary tower, uh, you are more in danger of potentially getting ganked because the closer you are to the enemy jungle, the closer you are to the enemy jungler, theoretically. And so your goal is to try and farm, try to last hit minions, get some extra gold. You're trying to allow your minions and or... Uh, your tower, nope, sorry, nope, you just want your minions to try and kill, uh, nope, that's not right either. You want the enemy (coughs) minions to kill your minions potentially so that way you deny your opponent gold, as well as you can have your minions die to the opponent's tower to potentially deny them gold as well, while also trying to ensure you last hit their minions so you can establish what's called a gold lead. And Ryan is a big preacher of go spend your gold. Ryan, would you like to get <laughs> on your pulpit at this time?
2: Yeah, so ultimately, um, the goal of League of Legends is to to kill your opponent's nexus, right? And the best way to kill your opponent's nexus is to make sure that there's no other champions in the way <laughs> of the nexus, right? And the best way to make sure that happens is to make sure your champion and your teammates' champions are stronger than the, the enemy's champions, right? The best and most Direct way to do that is to have spent more gold on your champion, right? Have better items, more items, more items, better items equals more power, right? And the key thing here is, right, the key thing here, it's not enough to earn the gold, right? It's not enough to earn the gold, right? You have to go spend it. You have to go spend it. Because if you're running around the jungle
0: with 3,000 gold in your pocket... You're not actually 3,000 gold stronger than your opponent. That's interesting that you mentioned specifically running around the jungle. Are you trying to say that I, as a jungler, should spend (laughs) my gold more often? I'm saying that you and anyone else that happens to have 3,000 gold in their their, their
2: inventory should probably consider buying an item in the very, very near future. Is this just a
1: Ryan Calling Antonio Out podcast? Is that what this (laughs) is? I I wasn't privy to this part of the note. So...
0: I remember in the very beginning of this podcast, I said, there's a lot of things that new players miss that maybe they could learn about. I am the new player that is missing a lot of things oh, okay, <laughs> that right. I would like to learn about.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll spend your gold. Uh, I, I do want to mention something about, so when you say solo, we're, we're talking about top, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, so something about top that I think a lot of people don't really understand is it, it is one of the easier roles Uh, Like from a mechanical perspective, but it also is one of the more punishing roles in that if you get behind, it's very hard to get back in the game. And that's for a very innocuous reason in that the lane itself is very long. So if you die in top lane and you don't have teleport, it, it just takes a very long time to get back to lane. So in that time, it's a lot easier for your lane opponent to push the minion wave, get it under your tower, and have all of those minions die. And you don't get any of that experience or any of that gold. It's way easier for you to get back to lane in mid, because that lane is something like 30% closer,
2: so you just get there faster.
1: Top lane, much harder.
2: The other way to be stronger than your champ than your enemy champions is experience. Gold and experience are both very crucial to being powerful and crushing your enemies. So you need to you need to kill the minions,
0: get the gold, but you also need to be close to them to get the experience. And the experience allows you to level up your abilities faster, which is why it's so important to get that experience. Is so your abilities hit harder because they will be stronger and potentially leveled up. And speaking of leveling up abilities You also get stats.
2: You also just get stats
0: from all of them. Yeah, that's 100% fair as the game goes on. Every level you get stat increases based on whatever growth trends that are set for your champion or whatever. But every level counts. And you should also, if you're looking into how to play your champion, you should look into how to level up your champion as well. A lot of these uh, champion guides that you can find on stuff like, oh god, what is it? WildRiftFire.com. There's a couple other websites as well you can check out.
1: Is that a cheap ripoff of Mobifire?
0: It, yeah oh my God. yeah <laughs> uh that being said, though, you can definitely go check out it might actually be the same company the best ways to level up your champions because if you level up your champions in the correct pathing as opposed to maybe randomly leveling them up or as I started, leveling them up eas- evenly. So that way obviously <laughs> the power level would be even. Oh no.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's how I, I first love started. It. All
2: my abilities even exactly. I don't have even abilities.
0: Uh, that's wrong, oh, by no. the way, if you're wondering. Don't do I that. did that
3: too. I it was like an O C D thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, keep them all even.
3: <laughs> keep them clean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> don't do that. That's wrong. I bet you're trying to keep your Pokemon team all the same level, too. Hey, don't at me like this. This is not the Fallout <laughs> Antonio podcast. This is the T-Channel. It's quickly turning finally. into it, though.
3: It's Learn Wild Rift and... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at so anyways, Antonio. And welcome at to my Antonio. roast, everybody. <laughs> um, oh man, no, I lost my train of thought. Why? Why do you betray me?
1: because you don't level your abilities correctly
0: oh yeah yeah so learning how to level your abilities correctly is important so that way you can also get slight more advantages against people who aren't looking into how to get better at this game frankly or maybe even people who are looking at how to get better at this game and just not listening to people who are telling them to level their abilities certain ways there's a reason people tell you to do things i promise
1: admittedly um there are certain champions that will not always level their abilities the same way every game. Yeah, that yep. that makes sense. So that is something to be cognizant
2: of. Yeah. The prime example in Wild Rift at the moment is Karma. Um, yep. If you play her in mid, you want to level the Q first. If you play her support, you want to level the shield first.
0: Interesting. All right, um, let's talk about the next position. Uh that's in the order uh i am going to skip jungle like we said we're going to do jungle last because it's the least like any other positions and we should talk about mid next which apparently is the easiest position according to my friends ryan and dave
2: so it's the shortest lane it's the safest lane so right? Talk so talk about how to play it um, tell
0: me a little bit about mid and what the responsibilities are i'm explaining
2: are. why it's so easy so it's it's so easy because like it's it's very short it's very safe right there's not a lot of places to really get ganked from um that you can't escape. Um, without much difficulty. Um, on top of that, um, you have access to the most access to the map other than the junglers. Um, you know, if you, like Dave said earlier, if you get, if you're losing your lane, it's fine. Go, go to someone else's lane. Um, you're, you're, you're equally distant from all of them. And so you can provide to support the support, um, wherever you need it. And some compositions are even designed around that. And you'll put a, t- a champion with a global ability like twisted fate or gallio. Um, So that they can get to those side lanes even quicker. Um, Specifically, why they're played as mid laners.
0: Yep. That makes sense. I'm a big, big Galio fan, by the way.
2: Twisted Fate, like, for example, like, he can't be played top lane because he's not very, he's not a safe champion and he can't play in the long lane, right? He doesn't have any dashes, he doesn't have any really ability to escape. um, So he needs to play in the short lane um, where he's a lot. Uh, less uh vulnerable to getting kind of booty slapped by the enemy jungler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so so like the uh like how, how the lanes are made and the length of the lanes ends up being why you see certain champions in certain places. Like you see champions like like Darius and these these chalkier champions up top because they have more survivability.
0: They need to be able uh, to live. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you you only you like you don't see mages top lane, right? Like you don't see um more uh, more squishy champions top lane for the most part. Like Rip my boy Rise. Well Rise at least uh whenever I've seen him has usually ends up being pretty tanky, but that's I don't know if that's the same in Wild Drift.
0: Rise isn't in Wild Rift yet.
1: Oh, well, in that case, I don't know what that tangent was. Uh <laughs> I mean he, he basically gets he gets built almost full tank in uh in league now.
2: Yeah, but no one you know no one ever plays him top league anymore because they gave him a teleport as for an ultimate.
1: Well, uh I think impact did this split.
2: Ooh. It wasn't very
1: good. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, did they do well?
1: I guess Impact isn't very good at Rise then. Um, Rise isn't very good at League of Legends. Rise is good. When I play Rise, he's good. Um so, yeah, so that's why you don't really see mages uh, or, or squish your folks uh, top lane. But you see, uh, like, the immobile mages, you only see the mid lane because these are uh, more vulnerable champions. So they need the shorter lane. They need more safety. And if something bad does happen, they need to be able to get back to their lane quickly because they, they generally need a lot of income to function. They need items. They need experience. they need So they need to get back there and get those things to function. Whereas the top laners tend to be tanks and they function on a lower amount of income. And like, it doesn't matter if they get ganked a couple of times, they're still going to be tanks.
2: Two examples of that are like Malphite, who, uh, yeah. he's just tanky. And as long as he hits his ultimate, a couple team members, doesn't really matter how much gold he needs. He can do that. Yeah. Mundo, um, who just can't die. <laughs> Mundo's a little bit different. Mundo actually requires items.
1: And, and, and levels, so he's he's kind of an outlier to that rule. Malphite's different in the sense that, as long as he has his ultimate, he can still make an impact in a team fight.
2: So it, you, impact is taking damage, so you need
1: items yeah. to do so. Fair <laughs> and, well, and levels specifically too. Yeah, because you get—I forget how much. It depends on the champion, but you get like a, a ruby's ruby crystal worth of health for like a level later
2: into the game. You get a lot of stats per, per just raw stats. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot
0: for, of stats, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, fair, fair. Um, Let's move on to the next two lanes. Let's talk, well, two lanes. Let's talk about the next two positions, which happen to share one lane together, and that is duo and support. Emily, do you want to talk a little bit about your experience as a duo laner? Tell us what you think of the role, what you feel your responsibilities are. Just, you know, talk us through it.
3: Well, I don't know if I do it correctly, which I probably don't. But um, I just kind of try and get all as a duo. I try and get the the minions. Um, try and kill the other two champions and um in the lane. And as support, kind of I like support the duo laner. And make sure that that um, the dual laner uh,
0: is safe, stays the alive. Champions, yeah, aren't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aren't attacking them. So there's that aspect of it. I think there's definitely the rotate to objectives slash scuttler uh, as often as you can.
3: Yeah, I need to work on that. Doing that, I know.
2: So are we talking yeah, we're talking about bot lane. Yep, we're talking about bot lane. Bot lane's job is to not die until they have two or three items and then they become the most powerful champions in the game and they deal all the damage and win the game for you. Yeah. But the thing about bot lane champions is that they're very, very bad in the early game. That's just why they have they're paired with a support a babysitter to make sure that so, they can get two or three items.
1: <laughs> dual laners are basically mid laners but they're put into a long lane. And because they're vulnerable, they have to be given a buddy.
0: They need a friend. Not That's only that, but they're, they're
2: champions that typically, that typically rely on their auto-attacks to do damage, which scales incredibly well with items. Yep.
0: That's fair, because you can use items to modify your auto-attacks to either be faster or do more damage or maybe have certain effects.
1: There are some notable ex- exceptions to this rule because there are some mages that have, getting, have gotten played bot lane.
0: And so let's let's yeah. talk about that difference though. And so if you are playing a traditional bottom laner, you are playing an A D C or an attack damage carry. If you are playing a mage in bottom lane, that is lovingly referred to as an APC or an ability power carry. Or by his name, Ziggs. <laughs>
2: or Orion, yep. Wild Rift.
1: Yep.
0: Orion is an awesome champion. I think Oriana
2: can be played bot in, in PC League too. People just aren't brave enough because Syndra exists.
0: That's fair. It's,
1: it's a little different in... Well, I guess Ziggs probably has the same passive in, in Wild Rift. Yes, he does. So, yeah. So, in, uh, in the game, for those who aren't aware, Ziggs uh, has a passive where his auto-attacks will occasionally do extra damage. And that extra damage passive can be applied to Towers. Uh, his W ability will also execute Towers uh, below a certain uh, health threshold. I think at level 1, it's uh, below 25% health.
0: So that's still pretty high.
1: It's it's very high. So so, Zigg, so Ziggs is very good at with his kit he's very good at pushing a minion lane in and getting chip damage on a tower and with between his passive and his W you can kill a tower very very quickly and uh he'll get drafted into uh opposing enemy laners that aren't very good at pushing a wave uh and you get a really big advantage in doing that.
0: Also, folks, if we lose Ryan here for half a second, don't worry. He will rejoin us. He has to just make sure his iPad does not die.
2: <laughs> I'm trying. It's not working.
0: He's doing his best, though, and we support him doing his best, just like we support everybody who's out here on Wild Drift trying their best.
2: Except the feeders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so let's talk about that term and also why that's not a friendly term. Feeder is somebody who is losing Playing a lot. Playing Nunu and... Oh, my God.
2: Feeding is not, feeding is not mean. Mean thing is mean.
0: Well, okay. If somebody is 0-6 and 6 in top lane and you say feeder in chat, are you being nice? No. <laughs> and so all I'm trying to establish here is you can feed... There are feeders, but we should be nice to them cuz they're still probably trying their best. Feeding is when you are not getting any kills and you are getting lots of deaths, by the way, to define the term.
1: Okay, so so here's the thing. Like feeding just happens. Right? Like like especially in top lane. Like if you just start losing, it's really hard to stop losing. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> like 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 it a lot, to a lot of these champions that get played top if you die once you're gonna die 10 times then there's really no then there's there's really no way around that unless your jungler like sits top with you there's nothing to do like you're gonna try to not die you're just gonna get dived and you're gonna die over and over again and there's there's just nothing to be done so All that's right. just how it is okay. there's a, a distinct difference between Playing the game as best you can and getting a little unlucky and, you know, derp, 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 derp running down mid lane and dying to the tower. That's a very different thing.
0: Unfortunately, I've seen many a Master Yi do that. So there's
1: intentionally feeding. Calling out one as opposed to the other, different. Like, if somebody's dying a bunch of times, whatever, it happens. But if you're just running down mid lane, running through my lane to die to the tower, that's, that, you're, you're going to hear something.
0: And also, there's a difference with the intention as well. Like, if you're obviously just trying to power up your opponents, that's called intentional feeding, and that's not fun. Because that is you throwing the game on purpose. And we don't like throwing the game on purpose. Because every game's winnable. If you're out there, never surrender games. Yes. Never, ever surrender a game. So. I'm pretty
3: sure you surrendered a game, like, last week.
0: I surrendered a game today. <laughs> what a hypocrite! Is there? Okay, so
1: here I'll put it this way: so my wife is just sitting here shaking her head. <laughs> All our lives are a lie. So, typically, let's say, typically at like like ten minutes in a big league game, like a two to three thousand gold lead is is pretty substantial. You'd, you'd say that's about correct, Ryan. Yeah. All right. So there's been a couple of games in Pro League this year where teams have had, like,
2: twelve to 15,000 gold leads. If you're talking about the Nidalee Renekton game, Renekton game in, in, uh, in LCK, that doesn't count because they're playing Nidalee Renekton. <laughs> I'm not specifically calling
1: anybody out. I'm just making a point. Okay. So... These are 12 to 15,000 gold leads like before 25 minutes, like before 25 or 30 minutes. So like the gold lead actually still matters and they've lost those games.
0: Which for those who are aware, 25 to 30 minutes in PC League is not a long time. 10 minutes in Wild 10. Rift is a long time. Like generally speaking, you should have a pretty good idea of who the dominant team is and who the team that is losing is in Wild Drift, by, like, 8 yeah. to 10 minutes. Sometimes you can have it as early as 2 to 3 minutes. Seriously, yeah. most
1: that Most pro-league games finish somewhere between 25 and 35 minutes.
0: See, that's crazy because uh, uh... Wild Drift games, on average, are, like, 20 minutes tops, like, generally. Like, some of the, like, really long games can get to, like, 30 minutes when it's really chugging. Well, long. that's because you
1: get your ultimates at level 5, not level 6.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also more levels in uh, PC League as well. You go yeah. to 18, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild Rift caps at level 15.
3: That's probably why I don't play ranked. Is a don't to be of them playing for just, that long? Yeah, I don't like playing for that long. I like short games.
0: <laughs> but intro bots, generally speaking, 10 to 12 minutes. Intermediate bots somewhere, you know, 12 to 17 minutes or whatever. And you're doing
2: 17 minutes, and put some bots to bed.
0: Hey, I've had some 1v9s. They're rough out there. <laughs> you're just trying to rack up your score at that point. Also, 1v9 is when you reliably can't rely on your allies, and so slowly but surely, the game starts as a 5v5, but it can transition to a 1v9 very quickly. Are you
1: calling out anybody in this call in particular?
0: Nope. Emily is better than I am, by far. Ryan, on the other hand, I don't know. Better what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's. This is the part where he says one v one me in quotes the fact that we played one one v one and he beat me.
2: <laughs> I'm ready. To, I'm pre- I'm ready for the next one any day. Hundred percent win rate. One hundred percent win rate.
0: It's true. I also have one hundred percent in, in uh, Magic. the to Duke That's pretty good. That's a professional. God, what, what for a those flex. Wondering what a what flex. a flex indeed. Um, I would like to say that I had the best strategy transition because as we were talking about i think ryan and i were playing top lane 1v1 that way and it was mid mid? so perfect i I can't even Killing you behind your turns tf i was i was losing mid and i'm like all right time to go and i rotated to top and started farming the bots because we were in a custom (laughs) and ryan's like wait you can't do that (laughs) yep it was fun
2: Breaking the rules. Kobayashi uh, marooned me.
1: (laughs) Sticking outside the box.
0: All right, so we've talked about Duo and support a little bit. So support, their job is to attack enemy champions basically only and never touch creeps. Duo is supposed to try and last hit every single creep they can, try to snowball as much as they can, help out their support kill enemy champions when they can. And both of these laners are supposed to rotate to objectives whenever they have what's called lane priority. Ding, 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 ding. We have another term that we should probably define. Let's talk about lane priority. Dave, you want to give a little rundown on what that means?
1: <laughs> it's what my laners never have when I'm jungling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel that in my soul.
1: So lane priority is, it's, it's effectively whoever is, is pushed in. So if you if you are on blue side and your minion wave is pushed to the enemy tower, you have priority in that lane because you have the priority to then move out of that lane while the enemy team is busy
0: last-hitting minions under their turret. And so you you can back and recall and buy items. You can go check for a Scuttler in the river and try to take it and get vision for your team. You can rotate to objectives, but the idea is that you have that choice and your opponents are stuck doing something else, so they don't have that choice. Or at least if they have to make it, they are potentially getting some sort of negative value by doing so. They
1: they are losing start. golden experience if they yeah if they choose to leave that minion wave. It is extremely de- detrimental to them to do
0: that. And so speaking of lane priority and kind of by default how to play a lane. You can shove minions to establish lane priority to be able to force them to deal with the minions under turret. But there's also other ways to mess with your minions as well. You can try and veer them off their standard path so that way they attack your creeps differently. So you can run up real close to the edge of your opponent's turret and try to lead the minions down different pathways so they attack your minions differently. You can also try to proxy a wave which is a uh, technique where instead of letting the minions go under your opponent's level 1 turret and make it to fight your minions, you fight it in between their level 1 and level 2 turrets. It's not as popular in Wild Rift because the map's a little smaller and the game's a little different, but it is something you can do. You can try to bounce your wave, or you can try to have it so your opponent's minions come to your turret and you can last hit them slash make them die under your turret such that the waves reset in the middle is that is that not what bouncing means i'm sorry yeah
1: usually bouncing is when you push okay so like let's say your opponents recall and you push the wave into their tower yeah so what's going to happen is the tower is then going to kill off the rest of that wave and then the wave itself will then bounce off the tower and reset to the middle of the lane. That's the it. so opposite. What you bo- it's the opposite. It's effectively the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what you want to do. Cause the, the other, the other option that would then happen, right. Is if you just let that minion wave go, it, it hits the incoming minion wave closer to your opponent's tower. It's going to stay there. So then, then it, ha- it,
0: they have an easier time farming it then, which is actually something I was going to mention. I was going to say, you can try and set up your opponent's minion wave such that they clash with your minion waves closer to your tower. So you have an easier time farming.
1: Yeah. Where the minions actually hit each other in the lane can be manipulated. And it's important uh, where you set it up because it's either to your advantage or to your opponent's advantage where it is.
0: Yeah, 100%. 110%. So minion manipulation is really important, specifically in dual lane as well, but also matters a lot for mid and solo lane. Basically, in any of the lanes, you should try and uh, manipulate your minions as best as you can so they're in an advantageous position for you, whether that be shoving them under your opponent's turret, freezing them kind of close to your turret but not quite underneath the circle so your turrets attacking them or maybe proxying waves in between the first level and second level turret of your opponents I will uh, I will also right. I will
1: also mention um, if you are going to try and like if the like let's say the minion wave is in the middle of a lane and you need to recall it is best to wait until a cannon wave to, to recall because it's harder for the incoming incoming minion wave and the enemy champions to kill that entire wave because it has a cannon minion in it. So it gives you more time to recall and get back to lane before that wave is pushed under
0: tower. Yeah, that makes sense. So that way you have a better chance at not losing all of the gold or experience. Yep, can cannons are pretty powerful. Um,
2: so... They'll push lanes by themselves if left unchecked.
0: Yeah, so there's something called a slow push, where you can slowly but surely manipulate minion waves such that you get two or three waves pushing down a lane, and eventually they'll just take a tower on their own as they slowly clear out your opponent's minion waves. I've seen it happen in many games. After playing 1,600 games, you've seen a thing or two.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, too, because the minions are a a little more powerful in the Wild Rift, and they'll just... Straight killed, cold towers if left unchecked.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100%. They want the game to end in Wild Rift. They made it so that way games are short because they know what the mobile crowd is looking for. All right, so the last position we're going to cover, which is jungle, has the most unique role compared to everything else. So we've established that the game is broken up into three lanes. Now, the map is also cut horizontally by a river, and then it's also Because of how the river and those lanes interact, it's split into four quadrants of neutral zones. So there's three camps in each neutral zone for a total of 12 potential neutral minion camps. So there's starting from the left, moving all the way down, there's Gromp into Blue Buff into Wolves. And then there's Raptors into Red Buff into oh no, what are they called? Krugs. That's what they're called, Krugs. And so you got the little rock-looking guys, you got the little bird-looking things, you got the wolf-looking things, the one has two heads, and then you got the giant frog, and then you have your blue and red buff, which both do specific things. And then in the river, which is divided in half by mid lane, there's a scuttler for each one. And that little bug is very important. If you get both scuttlers, your opponents might as well concede the game. They've already lost, because you have more vision than they could ever have. Uh, But when you kill the Scuttler, it actually sets up a ring of vision, such like using a ward. uh, So you can see what your opponents are doing. If they're trying to sneak through river for ganks or anything, and they walk over that blue ring, suddenly you can see them. Wards are a trinket that every champion has access to, or every player, excuse me, not every champion. Uh, Every player has access to wards and or what's called a red scanner. And the wards give you vision. The red scanner allows you to see enemy wards and destroy them.
1: Is there a blue trinket in Wild Rift?
0: There's no blue trinket, but pink wards are coming this next patch.
3: What are pink wards?
0: Ryan, you're muted. I think you said, oh, really, when we said pink wards, but yes. Are they really? Yeah, they're coming with 3.2. Nice. So pink wards allow you to see invisible champions, correct?
2: And wards. And wards. They they,
0: They just dispel invisibility. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Invisibility, like not, invisibility,
2: not
1: camouflage. Or the other way around.
0: Now, I know you can stack up to two wards, but for Scanner, you can only have one. Can you also stack up to two pink wards? Is it like the same consistency? You can only have you can one. Pink
2: well. I, don't, I don't know how they're going to implement it. In yeah,
1: so, so the way it works in Big League is you can have one pink ward down at a time, and you can buy two.
0: Okay, so I, if I had to get a guess then, Wild Drift will probably follow suit where you like a yellow ward can have up to two pink wards you can place them but it's like a 60 second cooldown per ward or something. They'll
2: probably let you play um I can yeah. yeah. So Go so
0: ahead. so the
2: way the way pink
1: wards work in big league is they have 4 hp on them basically. Mm-hmm. Um and they can be seen by both uh enemies and uh and your team. So if but oh, it, they're
0: not invisible, so you want to put yeah, them in bushes invisible. or something for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh. So so enemy can just can walk up to them, auto them four times, they're dead.
0: Oh, I have seen those in the PC League games, so yeah. that makes sense. Also, for those who are listening, Big League and PC League are the same thing. Uh, we re- lovingly refer to Wild Rift as Little League, because we all have fond memories of baseball playing when we were kids. Uh, and I didn't so play baseball. Have, huh?
3: I didn't play baseball.
0: That's okay. Also, Fox? What's baseball? Ryan, aren't you the baseball guy? Never heard of it. Oh, okay. All right, just checking, just checking. Ryan's having an identity I'll send that as a clip to our baseball friend, Colin, who was very upset when we deemed Ryan the baseball guy.
2: Oh, shoot, there's new keystones coming, too.
0: Heck yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch Whoa. of cool stuff coming this patch. Unfortunately, hey. I don't think, hey. Yeah. They're,
2: they took um, uh what's the mythic the eighty the Marksman mythic is it uh, Kraken the, Kraken Slayer? Yeah, they made that a a passive a keystone in the Wild Rift. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, they do a lot of yeah. interesting stuff in Wild Rift, Dave. So lots of things will be broken in the very near future.
2: Lethal Temple and Kraken Slayer coming as new keystones. Hell yeah!
0: And so, talking a little bit more about jungler, just to keep going, get all of your abilities as quick as possible while also trying to establish a gold league gold lead over your opponent. And then you are ganking lanes. You are trying to kill your enemy opponents using CC and or burst damage. And you are trying to help your allies establish a gold lead or other advantages over their opponents and their lanes. And then you also finally are most important to help secure objectives So, like we said, jungler should basically always have smite. This is the jungler's kind of going to be the shot caller. If you want to go dragon, but your jungler's on herald, you probably should go to herald and not try to contest the dragon without your jungler. Because if the enemy jungler's there, you're going to have a bad time trying to compete with their smite. Does anyone else have anything to add?
2: Uh, If you lose the game, blame your jungler. Always. It's always their
1: fault. Uh, So. Depending on the jungler, they... So some junglers don't necessarily gank early. Uh, it, it's, it depends on their kit, right? So, like, Nunu can, can gank, like, level 2. As soon as he has Snowball, he can gank. Uh, but there's some junglers uh, that need... Some need their ultimate to gank, like uh, Nocturne. Uh, it's really hard for Nocturne to gank without his ultimate.
0: Like Shivana, for example, is another great power farmer who has yeah. to basically farm all their camps first. Maybe get a scuttler if they can, and then just has to wait until they hit level five before they could really start ganking.
1: Later. Yeah, Shyvana needs her her all or red buff to do anything. The cool thing about
2: Wild Rift
0: is you're guaranteed
2: to hit level five. if You can clear every jungle camp on every clear every jungle camp on your side of the map,
0: and it's even easier if you hit some scuttlers up too. Yeah. Because Scuttlers give you that extra XP, they give you that extra gold, so they make it a little easier for you to get to that level. XP is whack. I mean, it's not extra, it's just on the map. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, no, that's true. It's an available resource on the map for sure. Yeah,
2: it's not extra, it just is a resource.
0: I would say the Scuttler is by far the most quote-unquote neutral of the camps, because it is the most likely to be contested by your opponents.
1: Is getting invaded just the worst thing ever?
0: Getting invaded is not great. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's, not it's, it sounds like games
2: can just be one Invading, getting, getting uh, the catch-up mechanisms in other are actually pretty fine. Like um, if you like get shut down, you get like two levels off of it. And, um, like counter jungling is not that effective uh, because you can. Uh, the, like the jungle, the jungle is so much more accessible in Wild Rift, um, because it's smaller. That counter jungle is it's fine. You just go get the other camps from the, <laughs> from your enemy jungle. Yeah, like,
0: the worst, the worst part of counter junglers, I would say, is probably like Lee Sin waiting in a bush and then sniping your, uh, your buffs away from you in the very early game. Blitzcrank can reset your buff, uh, but like Ryan's saying, because the Wild Rift map is smaller. In the same way your opponents have a little bit easier access to your jungle, your allies also have a lot easier access to your jungle. So unless like three or four members of the enemy team are coming and waiting in your red buff bush, uh, you are likely going to be safe from most invades. But even still, because I like to play my odds, when I first jungle, I'll usually ward my blue uh, buff, or the blue bramble back, and then... Uh, recall back to the fountain and then pick up the scanner and then go take my red buff as my first. So that way I have vision on if there is an invade going on on my blue. And generally speaking, red's going to be by my duo lane or my bottom lane, so I'll have a pretty safe time going and collecting that. Maybe even we'll get a leash from my allies.
1: Uh
0: Anybody want to cover what leashing is real quick? Because I think that's a term maybe. You're the the jungler. Alright, fine. A leash is when you help your jungler take some of the early objectives. You can leash at any point in the game, to be honest. But the most important leash is the first one. <laughs> when you help me get my first buff as a jungler. All it I does... think leashing is
2: completely useless and unnecessary
0: personally. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here we go. If your opponent's leash and you don't, your jungler's at a disadvantage already.
2: If your opponent's leash and you don't, then you shove the lane and make them lose experience. It, I've actually It's a train-off. Uh,
0: yeah, so I've actually yeah. looked a little bit into like what the timing is. And it's somewhere between like 23 and 25 seconds. You can get to lane in time while also presenting a leash opportunity for your jungler. Maybe not a full leash all the way until they can smite down their bramble back. But you can get to lane in time to not lose almost any of your experience. Sometimes if you're a good ADC or a good duo laner. Only you if your lane opponents bit. decide not to punish you. <laughs> Interesting. What do you mean?
2: If they shove the lane into your turret before you can get there, like,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Is 23, 25 seconds isn't enough time for them to shove it. I
2: don't, I don't know how you're supposed to leash if the camp spawns at 20 seconds. How you're supposed to get there? At, like, there's not enough time in Wild Rift.
1: Basically, whichever, whichever bot lane gets there first is just inherently going to have an advantage.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: And the thing is, is that so if you're if you're leashing on the bot lane for your jungler, you're giving an advantage to your jungler, which they're then taking to the top lane because they're clearing, they're, they're clearing up. So gotcha. the, you're not going to get that advantage back for a very long time.
0: So, for those not watching the video version of our podcast, our good friend Dave here is waving around a pair of scissors. So I just got to know: are those educational scissors? Are those meant to help <laughs> people <laughs> learn more about Wild drifting? I was cut cleaning my fingernails, bad, honestly. The bad habits they have. <laughs> I was cleaning my fingernails. I think it's
2: also, I think it's also important to call that leashing is especially useless if you're
0: a jungler. It's useless. It's just all bad. Yeah, fun, so. don't leash <laughs> the bad jungles, especially if they're on Nunu and Wulm, and their name is Bad pres- Link. Could-
2: yeah considering i only i only play with bad jungles
0: um if you don't know the jungler don't leash for them they need to learn and then if you can establish a significant gold lead like it doesn't have to be like crazy it could be like 500 gold to a thousand gold over your opponent that's when you can start like just permanently counter jungling there's certain points in the game where you as a jungler can start taking resources from your opponent more readily And that is when you have a gold lead and you know you can safely 1v1 them and they can't really contest you over things like their buffs, their gromp. Uh, I would say probably try not to take their wolves or their uh, blue buff unless you're really sure. You're more safe to take things like Krugs, gromp. uh, No, sorry, their red buff. I meant their red buff. Their red buff is the dangerous one on the other side. Red buff and wolves can be a little uh, dicey because they're towards the bottom of the enemy junglers and a lot closer to their fountain.
1: I usually stay away from camps that have multiple things in them.
0: Interesting. I know Krugs tends to be the safest one. I don't know if that's true on PC, but in Wild Rift. Does Krugs split twice? Yes. It just takes forever. It does take forever, That's but the also it's the least visited camp by most junglers. By a lot, a lot of times the solo laners will end up taking them.
1: So, so the other thing is, um, at least in big league, uh, when you kill a camp, it levels. So you actually get more XP the higher level the camp is. Mm. So if a camp hasn't been killed, then later in the game, if you go to kill it, you don't get as much XP for killing it. So there's actually there's actually an advantage to killing the, the camps that are gone to more often.
2: This is also why I constantly insist on you clearing your jungle as often as possible. So like, that so, way all the camps level. Yeah. Yes, because if, you, if you're just running around for two minutes across
0: the map, and you're not killing your jungle camps, your jungles can be underleveled. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. All right. Uh, I think we've covered all the positions and stuff. So we've talked about gold, establishing gold leads. And the reason why this is important is because, again, establishing a gold lead allows you to buy more items, which allows you to be more powerful than your opponents. So let's talk a little bit about the different ways you can get gold. And the ways I have down, at least, are you can get gold through killing enemy champions. You can get gold through bounties. You can get gold through jungle camps. You can get gold through killing creeps or minions in wave. And then you can get gold through objectives like dragons or heralds or barons. And then lastly, you can get gold through killing towers or tower plates. Uh, And the main note here is that last hitting uh, minions in lane gives you extra gold. And so you should try to do that quite literally as often as you possible can. And I think, like, is there any other thing I'm missing as far as gold and how to get it in better ways? Did to, you say uh... towers? Yeah, I did say towers. There's three plates on towers in Wild Rift. The first one, I think it's 150 gold per plate or whatever.
1: Um, are there objective bounties in Wild Rift?
2: There are no bounties in Wild Rift. Um, and each of the outer plates is 150 gold. I think the inner plates is worth a little less. Well, inner plates? You're so spoiled. Huh? I said inner plates, you're so spoiled. <laughs> um and also in, in well yeah, in, in Wild Rift the plates never go away. Um there's there's just three plates on every tower. I'm so done with this. Huh?
0: I'm
1: so done with this.
0: Yeah, there's just three plates on every tower.
1: They never go away in your ten minute games.
0: Yeah. Yep. Wild Rift is great, Dave. It's just uh P back. it's LOL, it's bad. It's Not LOL the PC, but just easier and better
1: clearly that's why i don't like it
0: yeah i could believe that as we've established dave only likes pain in his games (laughs) it's like the argument against forgiving student loans it's like i had to pay my loans why shouldn't other people have to pay their loans why shouldn't other people have to pick up their rift heralds as an (laughs) oh we're getting political (laughs) on the podcast already huh (laughs) as
1: an aside please cancel them yeah
0: (laughs) yeah help the poor people help me always help poor people please help me (laughs) All right, so let's talk about some things people might be missing who are just learning to play Wild Thrift. So step one, check passives of your your champions. You never know what you might find there. You could find that CC could be good. You could find that ability power could be good. You could find that after you use any one of Lee Sin's abilities, not even both modes of Lee Sin's abilities, but after clicking the button once on Lee Sin, your auto attacks, the next two, are faster. And so that's how you're supposed to play Lee Sin, at least to some degree.
1: They also restore energy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a lot. That... Yeah, you're not just supposed to mash your buttons on Lee Sin. You know, you'd think in a game where you're supposed to press buttons, you should press them as often as possible. As Are you fast trying to as call as somebody possible. out?
1: Like, maybe yourself?
0: It's me. As oh, it's somebody you? somebody who tried to jungle with Lee Sin in the early parts. I'm like, I keep pressing all my buttons and it's not working. And Brian finally was like, did you know that when you press one, just one of his buttons, you get two fast Auto attacks that not only regenerate energy but are faster than your normal autos. And then, if you click the button, the next button it after that, the same thing happens. It just keeps going. That's least. Did said. you know your
1: cues and execute too?
0: Yeah. Yep. I did know my cues and execute. It's pretty good. So, your E skills off of AP. Lee Sin's a really fun champion to look at and be like, wow, he looks really cool. Make sure you learn how to play him. Before you try him, Uh, he is not necessarily a beginner-friendly champion.
1: I really want to see you
2: try and kick Flash somebody. Oh,
0: man. That's one cool thing about Flash,
2: is that there's a lot of cool abilities that interact with it, uh, where you can uh, start the animation, the ability, and Flash during the animation to cancel it and pull it off immediately.
0: Um, So... I have this fun thing where my friends are like, Yeah, you can do this really cool thing, and then generally I say something that I think is really cool and they're like, That's not what we meant at all. <laughs> and so one one instance where this might happen now is in a lot of my games I've been doing this really cool thing with Nunu where I'll flash into the enemy team and start my ultimate. And that does some really cool things to the enemy team.
1: <laughs> have you embered anybody? Have I what? Have you embered anybody? Emperor? What does that mean? Where you okay, so so enemy team's just like walking along a bush. Yes. You're in the yes. bush. That's that's what emperoring somebody
0: is. Yep, so you just chill in a bush and Nunu's ultimate's invisible. You're just like, Why am I
1: so slow?
0: Yeah. Unless you can see him and it's like, Oh god, I'm slow, where's the Nasus coming from? And then suddenly three quarters of your health is gone from Nunu's alt taking you at full uh charge. It's pretty good. But yeah, check those passives of your characters. You might learn something about your champion. Like Vein, how do you check faster. those
3: passives?
0: Oh, so there's a couple ways actually. So you can check in game. Uh, in game, you can actually there's a burger button, and you can click it, and it'll open a menu where you can see like gold, you can see what items characters have bought, etc., etc. And so that being said, you can also then in that so there's four different menus quote-unquote you can check while inside this burger button that's the first one the bottom view is actually your champion's passive and four abilities and so that's another way you can check outside of the game there's a tab on the bottom of the home page of the wild Rift app i believe it's a sword kind of inside of a box and if you click that you can actually click on your champions your most played champions or you can click on the little helmet with the plus button and check out any champion, and you can check out their abilities and their passives that way. That's a great Thanks. question, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. What does Ash's um, passive okay. do? do? You know him. Second thing.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does Ash's <laughs> passive do? Her autos slow you. Oh, that's pretty good. So it gives you a Leandre's.
1: Uh, uh no, Leandre's is, is a, a does burn damage. Ash's auto slow oh, gotcha. you.
0: Oh, gotcha. Which is the one? There's an item that when you deal damage to opponents, it slows you. Uh, Seralda's Grudge. It, so. <laughs> Ryan is muted, but as you said, Seralda's Grudge. So Yeah, there's Seralda's Grudge <laughs> and Ryan's <Riley's laughs> Crystal <laughs> Staff there. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Um, so another thing that's really really good for your champs. Turns out you do not have to stick to the suggested builds, even in the middle of a game. If you are in Fountain, you can click on your gold and the little gold icon underneath the mini-map. You don't have to be in Fountain to do this, by the way. That's true. You can pre-order stuff outside of Fountain, but if you want to buy new items that aren't part of your pre-build or your suggested build, that is something you are 100% allowed to do in the middle of the game. I did not find that out until I was a young Emerald 4. That was the first time I opened a shop. It was great.
1: I feel like I remember uh, us talking so yeah. about this.
0: <laughs> so yeah. This is a this is a good story. I was just hanging out with my buddy Ryan. I'm like, Ryan, teach me the things that I need to know about League. And he's like, All right, I'm coming over for a lunch one day and we're just gonna talk about it. And he asked me a question, it's like, so when you adjust items that you're buying, how do you like what are some of the things you look for in game to figure out what you should buy? And I just kind of looked at him and I went, What? <laughs> what do you mean, adjust your build? And he's like, Wait. Are you telling me you've never opened the shop before? And I'm like, the shop? Question mark? (laughs) What do you mean the shop? And that was the day that we learned as an Emerald player that I had never opened the shop before. So if you're out there struggling to climb, just know there are people who probably don't even know how to open the shop. And so you can just assume some of it is not your fault. Some of it may be your fault. You can take responsibility for the things you can do better in games. But you can also call an intentional feeder an intentional feeder. Yeah, so check out different builds for, like, if your opponents are heavy AD, maybe you can adjust the armor you're building or some of the items you're building to be more effective. Or maybe your opponents are heavy AP, or maybe they're a mix, and you can find builds that adjust to all these different facets of your champion to make you stronger in certain matchups. This also requires you to learn champions that are AP versus AD, etc., etc., which is going to be its own knowledge that you can learn separately and i think we'll cover that someday in the podcast as well. i think we could easily take a champion division day and figure out who's ap, who's ad, and who's useless.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> being aware of what kind of damage your champion does or if they're tanky and what they should build is a really important thing.
2: Yeah. I, th- I would say like understanding what your champion champion is trying to accomplish in the game is a good good solid thing to to know and understand, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's something that'll yeah. give you like plus ten percent win rate just building correctly. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I really like if not, if more. not more.
2: I really like playing Assassin Nunu. Um. Mm.
0: Well, Black Cleaver Nunu, gotta love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, those autos be slapping. Mm.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So, other things you might be missing if you play ranked. Make sure that you click the Ranked Season Rewards button anytime it's shiny. You can access this button from specifically one place, and that is when you are queuing for a ranked game, you'll notice this big shiny button that says Ranked Season Rewards. And it may be shiny slash outlined in a gold box that's kind of moving around. Click it. You're probably going to get a lot of ranked coins. Another thing you might be missing is Tutorial Rewards. Uh, Finish your tutorial. You get a free champ if you do that. I didn't do that until after I had bought in probably 20 champions, not with cash, but just like blue moats, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, playing through games. I was probably a good 4 or 500 games deep before I finally finished the tutorial and got the free champ that they intend most new players to get at the very beginning. So, make sure you check out the tutorial and get that reward out there uh you can also check out settings in your apps so you can adjust things like your button size you can adjust where your buttons are you can make sure that you never mess up your flash again by putting it somewhere where you're not going to accidentally click it you can move your wards you can move your minimap. but mostly just adjust your buttons so you have a comfortable gameplay experience and you can also check out your guild rewards as, as well if you're in a guild make sure that you're claiming those whenever possible so that way you're getting things like free baubles free rift emblems which are just little uh decorations that you can get to kind of increase your presence in the games that you're playing you know if you take a tower you can get a rift emblem that shows specifically your flag so it shows that you took that tower specifically uh yeah
3: personalized a little bit
0: yeah you get to customize your gameplay experience a little bit and it's kind of nice uh, use your moats, your blue motes boosts, and your team boosts. Emily, how's your stack going?
3: I I still have over seventy team boosts.
0: So we are gonna work through those game by game, slowly but surely. Next week for the podcast, yeah. we're gonna have an update <laughs> on how many team boosts you still have. We're gonna get that number down to zero. <laughs> That's gonna take a while. <laughs> seventy more games? Come on, you can do that. I I if I remember
3: that. to do it every time. Based I on did. My I think. Rate, i think we played a couple games yesterday i think it was and i did remember to use them so
0: look at you go i was gonna say based at the rate i play games you know that's only two weeks worth of games 70 games easy (laughs) two weeks (laughs) five a day let's go uh and then lastly you aren't using your mini map enough you just aren't if you think you're using it enough you probably aren't. And you should also figure out what you want to use your minimap for, which is a great point Ryan brought up when I first brought up this topic. But I think we are starting to hit the end of our session here. And so I think we can call that something that we're going to cover on a future podcast episode is let's discover the best ways to use our minimaps. Heck yeah. At,
1: at all. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think it's really important to remember that it exists. I think one of the things that holds everyone back around our rank specifically is just forgetting that it exists in the first place. Um, Like I know personally, I tunnel vision really hard when I'm
0: leaning, Um, you know? Um, And uh, I definitely do the same thing as a jungler sometimes. Yeah. So,
2: but yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty more episodes to record and talk about. So we'll catch you next week. Optimistic. I like
0: it. Heck yeah. (laughs) Thank you all. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. You can have your doubts for this this one-minute segment. Go ahead. No, no doubts. We're, I mean... <laughs> no doubts? We're going to crush this. We, we
2: did this. We can do it again.
0: Yeah, exactly. All righty. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Thank you all so much for anyone who's out there listening, and hopefully you were able to take something away from this. And if you there's something you want to hear about or something we didn't cover today, reach out to us on one of our social medias or via our email, which I covered at the beginning. I'm going to try and make sure these are in our link trees as well. So that way if you can access even one form of our media via Spotify or whatever, I'm going to try and make it so everybody can access everything as soon as they have access to one of our ways that you can get into contact with us or interact with us or follow us. even. With that being said, I think we're good. Do you guys want to say bye real quick? Give a wave to the camera. All right. Thanks everyone.
3: (laughs) Bye guys.
0: Direct all your feedback to Antonio. <laughs> I'm the guy. want to be the Bashi. Have a good one. Bye, everybody.